What is up everyone? I'm Ryan from Fireside Knicks with my friend and co-host Dylan Backer. And in today's video, we're talking about games three and four, which I mean, we're probably as bad as it gets for the Knicks. Like they didn't get blown out necessarily, but you know, um, we talked about the importance of not going down three one. We talked about the importance of getting one of these games in Miami and they failed to do so. Um, you know, it's disappointing. It's upsetting, right? You know, uh, this was a team. This is a team that I feel like is play is has not played to its uh, offensive capabilities all postseason. Um, and you know, while I'm not going to sit here and say that you know the season is over today because it can't be over until it's over. Like I, I'm not going to sit here and call a series over until one team wins four games. Um, but it does not look great for the Knicks right now. And again, for a team that kind of you know has shown that they can they're capable of so much more this is definitely disheartening um but you know with that being said there's there's plenty to talk about um there's plenty for us to discuss but uh you know dylan how are you feeling after games three and four I imagine it's not great you know um what are some of your big takeaways uh from that state in miami yeah it's not great at all i mean like you said it's just there's really only no way to, to describe these two games in miami other than just disappointing i mean you know, game three was a disaster. I, you know, I, some of you guys might have saw the video I put on our platforms, but you know, it was just not a good game at all. It's not even worth really talking about because that was just not a good game at all. Not, not a single player played well. They went eight of 40 from three off. You know, it was a game you wanted to forget and you were hoping in game four, they would kind of bounce back from that and kind of shake off that and get a big win on the road and swing it back to MSG with a, you know, a 2-2 tie, but they did not do that, unfortunately. You know, they didn't have as lousy of an effort in Game 4 yesterday, but it still was not a pretty game by any means. You know, looking at the stat sheet right here, only three Knicks scored in double figures, and it was their big three in Brunson, Barrett, and Randall, who all had decent games, but everyone else did not really provide any insurance other than that, and also defensively was a bit of a disaster. You know, they were not guarding the three ball well whatsoever. Miami went 13 of 39 from three, which is not amazing, but that's, you know, it was good enough to get them to win, clearly. They went 47% from the field. They struggled to really struggled to really defend all game. You know, they, they've been trying that double-teaming Jimmy Butler stuff, you know, for most of the series, but yesterday it really did not work. You know, every time they did it, you know, he was finding those passes to other guys, other shooters. You know, Knicks were left scrambling on defense constantly to try to close out on shooters or pick up lanes inside the paint after doubling them. It was not a good plan. It did not work. They, I think they kind of forgot that Jimmy Butler was actually a really good passer. Jimmy Butler actually had 10 assists last night as well, so that kind of, you know, further proves that point a little bit. So, just looking at that, I mean, it was just not a good game on the defensive side. That's honestly what killed them. You know, they had that big stretch in the fourth quarter. I think a lot of us remember where they just could the Knicks could not just not get a rebound whatsoever. Couldn't rebound at all. You know, the Heat got like five or six consecutive offensive rebounds. It looked like it was just going to continue to be that way the rest of the game. It just once that happened, it kind of just took away any life the Knicks could have had at making a comeback, you know, because they stayed within the heat, within striking distance for most of that game. It's not like the Knicks were getting blown out yesterday, but they just seemed lifeless. I mean, I don't really know how else to describe it. It's just, you know, something didn't feel right. You know, this hasn't looked like the same team that we saw take four, take four out of five against Cleveland. You know, it does not look like that same team at all. This team just looks defeated. You know, I mean, a lot of guys haven't really, you know, stepped up. I mean, you know, Brunson's been doing his thing, and R.J. Barrett's had a solid series too, but the rest of the guys, I mean, honestly have just, they fell flat. Like, it looks like something, something just is off. I don't know if it's, you know, I know some guys are nursing injuries. I can't fully place blame on that if, if they're hurt because, I mean, at least they're still out there going for it. But at the same time, some of these other guys are just, you know, it just feels lackadaisical. It doesn't feel like 
doesn't feel like they want it as much. You know, I saw, you know, Randall had a pretty interesting quote last night that a lot of us jumped onto where he said, you know, maybe the Heat want it more. You know, I don't I don't really know how I feel about that quote, you know, personally from Randall. I don't know if this was the time to do it because, like you said earlier, Ryan, the series is technically not over yet. Yeah, it may feel over down 3-1, but technically it's not over yet. It's technically not impossible to come back and win this one. You know, do I think it's likely? Honestly, no. But it's also not impossible, so I don't really know if that was the kind of the way to say it. And I'm sure Randall might not have meant it that way, but a lot of us took it that way, and I think we we have a good reason to take it that way. But just looking at that, I mean, Ryan, I'm basically gonna kind of just pivot this to you. But like, you know, what is your biggest takeaway from these games? I mean, I'm sure it's not good, but I mean, like, you know, there's not much good to talk about from these last two games. It was just disappointing. Like, I kind of just want to hear your thoughts on it a little bit. Yeah, no. One of the big, one of the more upsetting things from the series is just that the shot, the the the, the, the uh, three point shooting hasn't really been there all series. You know, the offense for the entire postseason really just hasn't been there for the Knicks. Um, you know, it's disappointing that quickly has had a, a, a struggle in the postseason because you know he was really blossoming into you know a, a, not just a good NBA player but a really damn good NBA player. You know, someone who you know was a key part of this team. Julius Randle, you know, I, I know that that comment isn't great, and, you know, he has not played great all postseason, but my heart kind of breaks for the guy because, you know, you go back, you rebound from a, from a poor year last year. Um, you, you make your second all-star team in three seasons. You have you lead the Knicks in uh, points per game. Um, and, and, you know, the postseason is, has not treated him well. Like, I don't think he's completely 100%. But as you mentioned, you know, when you're on the court, when you're available to play, you know, the expectation is for you to go out there and excel, right? Um, not saying drop 40 or 50, but, you know, P- contribute positively if you're not able to contribute positively you probably shouldn't be playing um you know it, it's one of those things where you know it, it's just kind of unfortunate it doesn't feel as much like you know at, when 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 i look at other teams you know that i root for you know whether it be the yankees or the giants or whatever it may be i mean not as much for the giants but um you know when the yankees are eliminated for the postseason it's a lot of you know anger like damn this you know this and this and that for this team it's kind of like just I feel kind of sad, right? You know, the writing's kind of on the wall with where this series is going, um, and it sucks, right? You know, you don't want this season to end. You don't want this team uh, to be no more. You don't want this team to be a thing of the past, right? Um, and now this team does have a bright future. Um, I'm not sitting here and saying, like, it's doomsday. Like, this is, like, the last, some, like, last dance situation or whatever it may be. Um, but in a sense, you know, your heart kind of breaks a little bit thinking about it. Um, you know, this is the best Knicks team I've gotten to watch, Um arguably in my lifetime or at least the second best um which is kind of crazy to think about um and you know it, it really i mean look 3-1 as you mentioned it's it's not insurmountable right um you know i'm not we, neither of us are calling this series over there is a way to recognize that you're very likely to lose a series and also recognize the possibility that you can win the series um but you know it's going to take a miracle it's going to take this team flipping a switch that they haven't flipped all postseason and i think you're kind of at the point where it's like you haven't flipped the switch in the postseason yet offensively. Like, what? when is that going to change? Is it going to change really these last three games? I don't really know. Um, you know, I guess you could say take it one game at a time, right? You win, you win a game in New York. You go back to Miami. If you're able to put pressure on them, now you, end, you go back to MSG for a game seven. That's a whole new ball game. But, um, you know it's going to be an uphill battle and they're going to have to get their three point shooting, right? That's kind of the big thing here. They, they have to be able to consistently hit those shots. They have to be able to consistently create offense. They can't go out there and, you know, struggle to get past a hundred points. That can't happen if you want to win the postseason. Right. I mean, I totally agree. The three point shot has been just 
abysmal entire postseason. You know, I've seen they're shooting like below 30% from three out, you know, the entire postseason. I think they've only shot above 30% in like four or five of the games that they've played so far in total of the postseason. And all those other games, they shot 20%, which is terrible to say the least. It's just awful. You know, you're not going to get very far in a postseason doing that. Just gonna be honest, you know they they were able to win round one because they played good defense, and they kind of stepped back a little bit and haven't been playing as good defense. And the three point shot is still not falling, so as a result, they're not winning these games. You know things are not clicking right now whatsoever. You know, and Tom Thibodeau tried a different thing last game in Game Four, putting Quentin Grimes back in and putting Josh Hart on the bench because Emmanuel quickly couldn't play didn't work you know Quentin Grimes only contributed nine points he hit a couple threes but he wasn't really the most efficient Josh Hart only had four points and two rebounds in 21 minutes and then he ended up fouling out so he had a really rough game you know the bench in game four was rough overall I mean without quickly we didn't really have much scoring and the bench got outscored 32 to 10 Kyle Lowry alone outscored our own bench with 15 points and he came off Miami's bench so Things just haven't been good at all in Knicks land, you know. They've been fighting through injuries, and I respect that a lot. You know, I know it's not hard nursing these ankle injuries that a lot of these guys are dealing with. I respect it. But, you know, I just wish that they came out with a little more, like, I just wish they came out with a little more effort, I guess, in these these two games in Miami. I feel like these two games in Miami, they kind of let loose a little bit. It didn't really keep their foot on the gas. It kind of took a step back and didn't really, like, keep that same energy that was going in game two where, where things were, you know, things felt up. You know, they were actually, tr- like, trying really hard in game two. I know that Heat didn't have Jimmy Butler, so we were at the advantage. We honestly still should have won that game. But still, like, it just doesn't feel right. These last two games just haven't felt right. And like you said earlier, it's not entirely over, but... It just feels it feels over. I'm not gonna sit here and lie about it. It does feel over. You know, down three one, you just lost two games on the road. It just it feels deflating, right? But at the end of the day, you gotta take it one game at a time. Cause who knows? Maybe Miami will let loose a little bit, and we can take advantage of that and snatch game five, and somehow maybe snatch game six, and then all of a sudden it's a winner go home game seven. You know, do or die at that point. That's what you gotta kind of hope for. Because at this point, from here on out, the Knicks are only going to be playing elimination games. So for these, at least these next three games, however many more they end up playing, their season's on the line. You know, this is, it's not the way you want it to end. I don't think a lot of us envisioned this really fun season to end to an eight seed. I don't think a lot of us thought that. You know, in credit to Miami, they're not the typical eight seed. You know, they're tough. They play hard. They're more built for the postseason. They probably have the best player out of anyone on the between the two teams and Jimmy Butler. You know, I don't think anyone's disputing that. But just looking at that, like, you know, we don't want this season to end. It was a really fun season. It's been really fun so far. These last two games have not been so fun. I'd rather them, if it's going to end this series, I'd rather them at least put up a fight because games three and four, they didn't really put up much of a fight, and that's disappointing to me. You know, I'd rather see them at least put up a fight and make it competitive and make it hard for Miami. Don't just give it to Miami because I don't really want them to do that. I want them to put up a fight, make life a little difficult, make Miami earn the next round. Don't just give it to them. That's my take on it. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, just fight. You know, end of the day, that's all you can do at this point. All you can do at this point is just fight. All you can do is just try to keep this series alive for as long as possible. Um, and as you mentioned, you know, again, you're fighting an uphill battle. I completely understand that. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes you're, when you have to just fight an uphill battle in order to, um, you know, sometimes you're going to you put in situations like this, we have to fight an uphill battle. But, um, you know, I, I have confidence that this team can at least have a shot, that this team can at least, you know, play competitive basketball. 
it can't be this bad for this long, right? And I think that's kind of the big thing, I, my big takeaway here. I just don't think it could be this bad um, for this long. I, I don't know if that's me being, um, you know, overly optimistic. I don't know if that's me being in denial. I, it could be both, um, you know, but I, I refuse. I've said this before. I refuse to give up on this team until the series is over. I refuse to say that the season is over until the season is over. Um, you know, whether that's... Um, whether that's an extreme take, whether that's an extreme way to look at things is up to you guys to decide. Um, but that's how I feel about this. Um, and end of the day, uh, I'm not going to lose my mind over this team getting eliminated. It's going to be really sad. Like it's going to break me. Uh, I'm going to be really sad about it. this team. I love this team. This Knicks team is one of the most uh, entertaining, most enjoyable Knicks squads I've ever had gotten to watch in my life. I've said that in this episode already. Um, but, you know, I believe this team to fight. I believe in this team to be able to fight. This team has done that step after step. All, to, all Every single step of the way this season, they've just fought. And I, I don't believe that's going to change any, um, you know, I don't think it's going to change in game six. And it's, uh, no, excuse me, game five. And it's at home. So, you know, if you're, again, if you're just able to take that game, right, you know, now the pressure's on Miami because, you know, you kind of want to, you know, you don't, you want to end it on your home court. You don't want to let this thing linger around. You don't want to let, to let the Knicks uh, linger around here. And we know this team can be a little streaky, right? All it takes sometimes for this team is to get kicked down for them to rattle off six wins in a row or something like that. Um, so, you know, this is definitely the type of team that's capable of just flipping the switch at any point in time, but it's a matter of what, if it's a matter of whether they'll actually do it or not. Uh, and that still remains to be seen, but, um, you know, I guess my question for you, uh, and, and, you know, something I think is, is, is a really important thing to talk about here is, you know, who do you think, like, I know Randall's obviously been the target of a lot of this because Randall, it's not like it's unfair. Randall is, you know, um, th- at least on paper, the second best player on this team, right? Um, you know, Outside of Randall, who do you think is the guy that has to step up, right? Who do you think is the guy that, you know, if the Knicks were to win game five, right, it's because this guy stepped up. Who do you think that guy is for you? It's going to have to be Josh Hart. I mean, Josh Hart in game four was rough, like I mentioned before, just four points, two rebounds, 21 minutes, fouled out. Rough game all around. Nothing really nothing really was going for him at all. You know, it was rough game all around for everyone in the Knicks, so I'm not just going to point the finger at Josh Hart, but he did have a rough game. It's fair to, you know, say that because, you know, the stat sheet will literally tell you that, and the film will also tell you that. So he's definitely someone that needs to step up in uh, game five. If the Knicks really want to win this game, he needs to step up big time because right now our depth is really being tested. You know, quickly was hurt, so he didn't play, so... Brunson obviously had to play a little more. Brunson actually played 44 minutes last night. I'm looking at it right now, which is a lot considering that Brunson is also nursing an ankle injury himself, putting a lot more pressure on the starters to one do more and two also to you know play through play harder through these injuries that they're dealing with. You know, I'm not using the injury excuses why they're not playing great because at the same time it's a combo of both. It could probably be a combination of both that they're dealing with the injury and that they're also just not playing very well. You know, because the other guys aren't playing well either. So something's clearly off in there. But regardless, Josh Hart is my guy to step up in Game 5. You know, I don't know if you agree with that, but I definitely think he's the one. You know, if there's one guy to pick, he would be it. You know, I'm I'm not going to, you know, say Emmanuel quickly because we don't even know if Emmanuel quickly will play in Game 5. I really hope he does because we're quite frankly going to need that depth. You know, now it's do or die, so we're going to need everything we can. Hopefully quickly is good to go, but since I don't know for certain if he's going to play or not, I'm not going to say him. I'm going to say Josh Hart. What do you think about that? Yeah, my pick was going to be quickly if he played, but I think Josh Hart's an excellent pick here. Um, Josh Hart for the Knicks, you could say that, you know, I think it was a toss-up between quickly and Hart for, like, that third-best player on this team. Um, 
he he's got to step up, right? You know, this team, a lot of what they did very well relied upon Josh Hart doing what Josh Hart was doing. Because Josh Hart, it wasn't like he was just solid. It wasn't like he was just okay for the Knicks. He was excellent for the Knicks. Um, and, and that's something that, in my opinion, um, is is crucial for his development. Is going to be crucial for, um, you know, the Knicks' ability to win. This guy is just simply too talented and is simply too impactful to play the way he's played this series. I, I feel like you can agree on me on that front. Uh, he's just, he can't play this poorly for this long, right? Um, I, I feel this way about Randall, but even Randall's had a couple games here and there where it's like, it looks like it's getting back to where it should be, um, but then it kind of falls apart again, and he's also dealing with Andrano. Both of them have been a little banged up, so it's really it's really hard for us. It's really hard to have a, 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 a not a serious conversation, but more so a um, realistic expectation for these guys, and I think that's kind of been the, 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 the story of the New York Knicks the entire postseason, or at least in this entire series. This guy is banged up, so this guy isn't performing to the way he should. Or this guy's banged up, so we don't know what we can realistically expect from him. Um, and, and that's unfortunate, right? Injuries, but injuries are part of basketball. You're gonna have to deal with them. You know, it's not like Miami is at full strength. Um, I think Miami would tell you that they aren't. I think Miami would tell you that there's a lot of things that aren't going perfect on their end. Um, but they fought through it. You know, Jimmy Butler's just put this team on his back and been unbelievable. Um, but you know, end of the day, they, it just, it needs to get better on all fronts. It needs to get better for everyone on this team, but specifically for Josh Hart, he's one of the most impactful guys on this team, one of the most impactful guys on this roster, and they're not going to go anywhere really without him. So, um, you know, I think that's a great pick for you on that end. Um, you know, I, I, I know that again, I know we're talking a lot about this guy's got to step up. This, this has gone wrong for the Knicks. That has gone wrong for the Knicks. Um, but I do want to emphasize, that we recognize that possibility that they could come back, right? That, Game five is obviously a huge game for this team. Like, it's an elimination game. It's do or die, right? And also, in a sense of, like, for, for the sense of pride's sake, I don't want to go home in five. I, I don't. I don't want to go home in five. I don't want to lose at home and, and get eliminated at home. You know, not saying going home in six is good. Um, Going home in general, like, no one wants to get eliminated. But, you know, the Knicks losing in six, the Knicks losing in seven is, uh, it's a different feel. Um, I think you can agree on me on that, friends. It's just a different feel. It's not the same feel. Um, So, you know, with that being said, um, you know, game five, We'll ha- we'll talk about obviously we'll get we'll have a specific episode to focus on game five, um, but you know kind of preview just a little bit just a little tidbit you know giving an audience a little bit of a sneak peek here you know um, what do you think do you think what do you think the what do you what would you give the percentage chance for Knicks to win that game like if you had to give me a percentage chance what is that number? Right, honestly, you know it may sound a little pessimistic. I'm giving it fifty fifty, you know, and I'm only giving it fifty fifty mainly because Miami is rolling right now. They've been rolling all postseason. We gotta acknowledge that they are a tough team to stop right now. They're tough. For, I mean, they beat the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round. I don't think that was by accident. I think they, you know, they they just played better that series. They're clearly playing better right now this series. You know, so just look and just watching all these games, even in the game, the Knicks won, you know, in game two, I feel like even that one, you kind of felt like Miami still played a little better that we just got a little bit over that hump in the last minute that helped us get that win. You kind of stole that one. You take it, but you don't feel like you played amazing basketball. You know, I don't think a lot. I think a lot of us can agree with that, that even after that game, we were still kind of like unsure about how this team was going to perform the rest of the series. Really was hoping it wasn't going to result in two consecutive losses on the road, but it did, unfortunately. So just just looking at that, I'm giving it a 50-50 chance for us to win. I'm really hoping that you know I can have a higher expectation to win that game. I do think us being home is a big help. I do think that helps. Do I think that like is definitely going to be the decider? 
No, unfortunately, because we just have not performed up to our standards. You know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, we were at home court. We're definitely going to win this game. No, because, I mean, you know, Miami's just been playing better. If the Knicks want to win this game, they got to play better. You know, I and the Knicks have not been playing better. Not trying to be, like, too pessimistic about the rest of the series, but it has not been pretty to watch. It has not been fun to watch. You know, it's been concerning. Obviously... You know, I'm going to sit here and say this now. Like, obviously, it's not like the end of the world if when they if they get knocked out. It was inevitable. I think a lot of us knew already that this was going to happen at some point. Quite frankly, I don't think a lot of us expected us to still be playing basketball in the month of May. So, you know, it's, it's still a successful season on that front. But you really just don't want it to end this way. And you like you mentioned before, you don't want it to end in five. You like I, like I also said before, you want to put up a fight. You want to make it tough for Miami. You want to make Miami earn it. You don't want to just give it to them. You know, you don't want to just hand them the the trip to the Eastern Conference Finals. Be like, here, we give up. Here you go, take it. No, you want to fight. You want to actually fight your way through it. You know, so make make like a little difficult. I'm hoping that they can come out and at least just have a good game five. Don't don't get eliminated at home. I don't think that would be a really good look if they get eliminated at MSG. It just won't be. I, w- I won't. I won't want to see that. You know. So I just really hope they have a good game five. You know. That's all I'm really hoping for. What do you think about that? Yeah, I don't disagree. It's it's a matter of hey, just have just just play a strong game of basketball. Take this series back to Miami and put the pressure back on Miami to to have to close it out. Um, you know, I can live with losing in six. I can I can live with that. I just I don't want to see it happen at home. That would really suck. Um, but one big thing that I will mention, you know, is that game five, you know, for MSG, if they can get themselves rocking, look, I'm telling you, you want, you can change the energy of this series very quickly, right? I I feel like they just need some, something to just click for them. They just need something to click for them. It really just feels like they just need that break. If you get what I'm saying. Um, they just need one thing to click for them. Just one thing to go their way. Just one game that gets them going and, and, and is that, uh, point where they can propel forward. Um, so we'll have to wait and see on that front. I, I'm very curious to see what they do. I'm very curious to see how they, how they handle things going forward. Um, but you know, with that being said, I, I, I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about the situation in the comments below, because obviously this is a bleak situation. Isn't great, but, um, you know, we don't want to sit here and, and just be, you know, gloom, gloom and doom. We want this team to win. We are more than capable that this think we are more than capable. We, we think this team is more, inca- uh, more than capable of winning. I don't know how that took so long for me to say. Um, but you know, this team's more than capable no, of winning. Yeah, this team's like, more than know, capable of getting I just, done. I just want to add as well, like, you know, like I said before, it's not the doomsday scenario if we get knocked out. This Knicks team has already defied expectations that, you know, we couldn't have imagined. You know, I'm pretty sure every single expert had us making the play-in and not even making the postseason, had us finishing barely above 500, ended up winning 47 games, ended up making the second round, ended up knocking out Donovan Mitchell, you know, ended up lasting in the playoffs longer than Mitchell and the Milwaukee Bucks, who pretty much everyone wrote off as the champion before the playoffs even started, including myself. You know, I definitely thought the Bucks were going to just control the East, but it didn't happen. You know, and the Knicks, Knicks had a very good season. You know, we're not going to, it's obviously not over yet, so I don't want to get like all sentimental about that. It's not over yet, but at the end of the day, it's not a failure of a season when, if or when, whenever you want to say, whatever you want to call it, they get knocked out. It's not a failure. It may be disappointing and sad because we don't want it to end. It's been so good so far, but we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. We just got to keep our fingers crossed and hope, be hopeful that they can somehow, you know, prolong this series a little longer and somehow, 
if any way imaginable, become just the 14th team in NBA history to come back down 3-1 and win a series. That would be something if they, if they can do that, but we don't know for certain if that's going to happen, so we're just going to have to wait and see with these next few games coming up. That's all I got to say, really. Yeah, no, I, and I think that's a good point for us to wrap up because, quite frankly, you know, it's do or die, right? And, and there's only so much we can say. There's only It's up to the Knicks to perform. Um, but with that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in. You guys have been great with support lately. Um, you know, we'll have a preview for Game 5, so uh, this is not the last episode. Uh, this doesn't have a chance of being the last episode that we have uh, prior to, um, or this won't be the last episode of this season um, because we're going to preview Game 5. And you know what? I hope that we have an opportunity to talk about Game 5 and preview a Game 6 and a Game 7. Uh, but with that being said, again, thank you guys for, so much for tuning in. We appreciate you guys' support. You can check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and of course, this YouTube page. Turn on post notifications so you guys know when we're releasing our next episode. Um, and of course, you guys can follow us on our personal Twitter accounts. Those are above our heads. I'm Ryan Garcia. That's my co-host and good friend Dylan Backer. And we'll see you guys on the next video. Peace out.